particularly captivating sight, but they looked as if they had been made from pressed board in a workshop. He still found ease in familiar things, but America was far from familiar. The Ark would have to be found soon. His surroundings did nothing for his patience, and in this search where patience was all that was asked of him, the Dark Prince wondered who would pay the price for making him wait so damn long. Warm summer nights were a thing of my past. To leave behind summer's warmth was, in my mind, a crime. But through winter's frost came change, and death brought forth a new beginning. Ella Monroe, Thaxenburg, Virginia, Cedar Grove County. That bed, that room, or even that house didn't feel like home. Though I'd been there many times before during past summers and long weekends with my parents. The thought of them left a bad taste on my tongue. I swallowed several times, but the bitter taste lingered, growing stronger. I pushed the memory away and stored it in the back of my mind, the place where I locked all of the things that I couldn't handle and the things that I refused to remember. That was where their memory would have to stay. I couldn't keep thinking about them because then the voice would start, and with the voice would come the visions and the sickness. I sat up in bed and looked around for what seemed like the hundredth time. I knew it was late because it was pitch black outside, but I didn't look at the clock. I hadn't slept a full five hours in weeks, and I didn't have anywhere to be in the morning, so time seemed irrelevant. I stayed in this odd, fugue state where I was aware of all that was around me, and even more aware that none of it mattered anymore. I floated through the days on autopilot, waiting for a situation where a reaction was expected from me and remembering the normal way to react. Pretending was a chore that I wasn't sure I could handle much longer. The room was so familiar. I knew it like the back of my hand. Why did it seem a million miles away? Or like a dream? Alex and I had spent plenty of time hanging out and growing up together, discovering who we were and where we wanted to go when we were grown. To us, that meant when we turned 18. And now that I'd grown up, the disappointment that was my life was more unsettling than anything. The realization of where I was versus where I should have been was a relentless headache I couldn't remedy. Why did this room seem so cold and alone? A summer escape became a prison and a constant reminder of a past that I could never return to. Normally, my father would be down the hall snoring, and my mother would be in the kitchen with Mrs. Carlton, giggling over vodka martinis. Alex and I would be watching old reruns of Miami Vice. The memory of my parents crept up my spine and into my heart, causing it to spasm and pain. My lungs felt as though they were filled with water, I gasped for air, trying to catch my breath, wondering if I would always feel the physical pain at the memory of my mother and father, wondering if the pain would be all I would have left of them in the years to come. In my eyes, memories equaled pain. I stood up and bent over, putting my face into my sweatpants, and tried to take deep breaths. That had always worked when I panicked at summer camp because I was homesick feeling out of place amongst the kids who didn't understand why I didn't want to go swimming in the lake or horseback riding, why I wanted to go home instead. My stomach heaved. I regretted skipping dinner. Nothing was worse than dry heaving as my body tried to purge itself. I was sure that I couldn't throw up memories. Even if I could, I didn't think it would matter. 
I'd still be full of them. Suddenly, I realized what was happening. I knew there was nothing I could do to stop it, but I didn't want to write it out for fear that someone would find me passed out in the morning. The usual wave of nausea that came with my hallucinations slithered into my belly. My head felt as if it were on fire, which caused my vision to blur and darken. Everyone thought I was better, that I was cured or close to it. I ran to the bathroom and splashed cold water on my face, hoping that I could shock my body into being normal, free from visions and voices, but it was no use. Come to me, the voice whispered, so close to my ear that I whirled around thinking someone was in the bathroom with me. The voice. I fought the urge to do as it commanded, follow it into the darkness. My tears threatened to explode, but I held them back. I refused to break down at the Carltons. They weren't going to...